ยบุคราสพอยเมียนแบปทิสจูปังอะเฮงยิจิเมียนมัวแต่ชาวยบัวปัวจางทินหุงบัวอ้อยปัวจางทินหุงยบัวเปาญิจุงยบัวฟงห
เซียวเนี่ยเอ็นยิบวยดอมยิมน้ายจ่องเจียนเซ็งเท่าเซียวเนี่ยบัวเวจุยิบวยจ่องเท่าเซียวตายมิ่งเอ็งปัวหอยป
ยีไฟเนี่ยก็ตาตายอ่ะยิมไฮสคูลมีตะคองเลยจ้ะนี่ตอเยฮังตอนี่กายตอนเนาะจาวเยอ่ะตอมีหวีไล่จาวตอมี
both sacred and secular, have accomplished this adequately for anyone willing to examine the facts. However, the one clear proof of the resurrection that cannot be controverted is found in the Luke's Gospel, the 24th chapter. In this account, the two women, the two Marys, come to the tomb of Jesus Christ. And to their surprise, they find the stone rolled away from the tomb. Uh, we had the privilege of visiting the tomb, the so-called tomb of Jesus, when we traveled to Israel. That stone is about this high and that big around. About that thick. And of course, the, the, two, la- the two women who saw the stone rolled away were surprised. They looked inside the empty at the tomb and saw that the body of Jesus was not there. They were surprised and did not understand and were confused. But standing at each end where the body of Jesus lay, were two angels, two bright angels. And they simply said to the two women, Why are you surprised? Why are you afraid? Did not he say he would rise from the dead? He is not here, for he is risen. No other religious system in the world dares to say this about the founder of their religion. Some worship cold stone idols. Some worship dead ancestors. Some worship dead body parts, including a few teeth. No one except those who put Jesus in the tomb ever saw his dead body. Because he was alive. And his disciples touched him. They ate with him, and they were taught by him. And they were with him when he rose and ascended back up into heaven. Hundreds of other witnesses also saw him. So then it was time to return the borrowed tomb back to its rightful owner. It was time to do what Jesus Christ had commanded them to do 
and carry the gospel to the entire world. My real purpose for today is my real purpose is to remind all of us exactly who Christ the Savior, what the resurrection, and what the resurrection means to us. And if you are not a believer in Jesus Christ, then I want to tell you what it means to you. Jesus said in John 11, 23, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Now what exactly does the resurrection mean to us as those who believe? First of all, it gives us great hope. One great hope it gives to us is that the resurrection of Jesus Christ absolutely proves that he was the Son of God. In Romans chapter 1 verse 4, Paul says that Jesus Christ was declared to be the Son of God by means of the resurrection of the dead. I would remind you that Jesus Christ, one of the main reasons he was crucified by the religious leaders and by Rome was because he claimed to be the Son of God. And now that the resurrection has taken place, his deity, the fact that he was the Son of God, has been verified, and now he can carry out all the promises he made. Another hope of the Christians because of the, rev- of re- the resurrection is that he promises us to have eternal life. In Paul's letter to the Thessalonians chapter 4, he says, Because of the resurrection, if we believe, we too will be raised from the dead and be forever with the Lord. This verse teaches us that those who die in Christ will be raised from the dead and those who are alive when Jesus comes back will be snatched up and raptured to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. The second thing that the resurrection does for us as Christians is to assure us of the forgiveness of our sins. Paul writes to the first Corinthians in chapter 15 and says, If Christ is not risen, then your faith is in vain and you will die in your sins. 
resurrection of Jesus Christ for those of us who know Christ as Savior also assures us the power to live the Christian life. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 says that Paul says that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. I would remind you that just a few days after the resurrection, the apostles who had been frayed at the cross now get up and preach with power. And what do they preach? The resurrection of Jesus Christ. And on that very, in that very first sermon, 3,000 souls are won to the Lord. Now how do I get that power in my life? It's not, it is not automatic. It is available. But it means I must trust in the, and believe in and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in my life. It means I must practice constant, continuous prayer. And I must keep myself immersed in the Word of God. These are wonderful promises that are given to us because of the resurrection of Jesus. But the resurrection also promises some things for the non-believer. In Acts 17.31, and I want to read this verse because it is such a crucial one. Acts 16, 17.31. Because, because he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man who he has ordained, whereof he has given assurance unto all men in that he raised them him from the dead. This this verse of scripture absolutely guarantees the judgment. Because of the resurrection of all who refuse to believe it and accept the resurrected Christ as their Savior. Spring is always a time of renewal. And on this special resurrection Sunday, may the blazing glory of the truth that Christ broke through the backside of the tomb caused us as Christians to be more faithful. Our 
I remind many of you that uh, are here in comfort in this beautiful church service today that it wasn't it's not like that for most of the people Christians in the world today. Some of you elders remember because, because you were driven from your home, homeland because of the persecution brought upon you. We are thrilled that you were able to come and build your lives and have life. But we need to be more faithful to the resurrected Christ. Because today in this world there's more persecution against Christians than at any time in the history of the world. Just a few Sundays ago, 40 Christians were brutally blown to pieces in a church in Egypt. Therefore, it causes us to be more committed and more dedicated and more faithful to the resurrected Christ. And I challenge you, if you have nef- never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, to embrace the gospel. The Apostle Paul defined the gospel and said it was Christ died, was buried, and he rose again for you. Jesus Christ walked through the walls of a borrowed tomb. If you do not know Christ, I pray that you will allow him to walk into your heart. He stands at the door of your heart and knocks. And he invites you to be raised to new life, eternal life. My unbelieving friend, there is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there's still room for one. May it be you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning for the resurrection of your son. Our hearts are thrilled like those two women at the tomb. To realize that the crucified Christ was alive. And we thank you that he is alive today. And I pray for the folks in this church that they will take to themselves the power of the resurrected Christ. 
And the Lord, we earnestly pray for anyone here this morning that doesn't know you as their personal savior that this day they would be resurrected to new life. In Jesus' name we pray. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, God.
ไลจิทิโนอวินินนางตายเลนะไลจิทิโนปุบัวหายตะคุเฟียนอนังเยมปาปุนบัวเซียนทูเมียนมะลำขาวตองมะลำฮัมตองเลปุนเกเซียนท
ไลบุแลงจิงลินินบุสไตเชมจุเนออเชมจุเนบุสไตโททินฮุงตงเวตบุเชมจุเนตงเกเฮนเมียนตบุฮิตุเชมจุเนเลตาฟามบุแลง